Hello, bitches. Welcome to Resting Bitch. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Face. I am here with my beautiful, wonderful, moved across the country into a new home co-host, Justine, also from the Shore Store. Hi, Justine. Hello. This is the first podcast that I've recorded since like the beginning of August. Whoa. Like, like yeah, this is like a, it's busy. been a couple weeks. Yeah. And it's your first podcast in your new house. How exciting. So exciting. I'm oh so happy gosh. it's with you. I, I'm i going to so do cool. a solo uh, short store episode on the return of Sammy, of course. How could I not? Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, I'm so happy I'm doing this first. It's like perfect to, you know, get back into the feels yeah, of I it. Was, I wasn't even thinking about that, but that is so exciting. Okay, so you started moving like, what, two weeks ago? I need a friggin I need a friggin calendar in front of me right now. I'm just like so lost. It's so, been a while. Yeah, because there was like a weird time where I had to like hang on, I'm like trying to pull up my friggin computer calendar right now. Okay, <laughs> so it is August the 19th today. Today's the 19th, yep. I had to be out of my house on August 4th. So like, Mm -hmm. that's when the new people were moving into my house. And then, so we moved out on like the third and then I left for my road trip out here on the eighth. So there was a bit of time there where I was going between my fiance's house and my mom's house. Yeah. And it was just, you know, shitty sleeps, everything. We were doing a lot of partying and stuff that weekend too. And then left for my road trip on the eighth arrived in Calgary on the 14th, got the keys to my house the 15th, the movers came, moved my shit in the 16th, and today's the 19th. Nice. Yeah. So you got to go on this like cross-country road trip with your mom, and you stopped in a lot of cool places. Tell me some of the places that you went and some of the people that you saw, because I'm super excited to hear about this. Okay, so let's clarify something (laughs) the the first part of the road trip was amazing the second part was just like not so much anyone who's done the drive (laughs) from Ontario to Alberta whether you do it like I went through the states which is quicker to do and if you go through Canada it's even worse there's like nothing it's boring it's Mm -hmm. it, it sucks um but the first part so we crossed the border at Detroit, went, drove straight through to Illinois, stayed two nights in Chicago or like the suburbs of Chicago. Um, So that was awesome. We went to like the Chicago Navy Pier. It's just like a pier full of like, you know, bars and shops and little rides and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. And then in the evening I had dinner and drinks with Jody from Love to Hate Everything. So obviously that was amazing. We just like sat at the bar and talked she drove me back to my hotel after it was so much fun. Jody is so fun fucking... to see you guys together. Jody is stunning in person, guys. Like, 
the way she well, talks so about you. herself the way she talks about herself though you would think like she looks like fucking shrek or something <laughs> and no 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 she's stunning uh yeah so that was a lot of fun and then got up first thing in the morning kept driving drove all the way through to minnesota went to um it's like the suburbs of the twin cities it's called white bear lake erica from surreality podcast recommended this place to me it's this beautiful hotel um it has a rooftop bar uh there's like two bars restaurants in it um there's like a really cool pool hot tub area in it like it's a beautiful hotel um beautiful little lake town so first night there I just um had drinks by myself on the rooftop and just like talked to a bunch of other drunk people up there smoked a joint with this guy (laughs) I don't know what the hell was in it, but I got so high. I was like, I'm going to die if I don't go to bed right now. Went to bed. Oh my God. It was, yeah, it was like, I don't know if it was because I hadn't smoked for, I don't know what the hell that was, but whatever, put me right to sleep. (laughs) And then the next day, my mom and I got up and we went to the Mall of America um, because that was always like a bucket list thing for me. So that was cool. Um, Was that as cool as you expect it to be? Because I would love to go there. It looks like a blast. uh, It's pretty much exactly what I thought it would be. Okay. So it's just a mall. It's just like a giant mall. Like a lot of the the stores I was kind of disappointed in because it was like a lot of the stuff we had here. So Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I was kind of hoping for like some cooler stores and stuff like that. But, you know, yeah. they have, like, two floors full of, like, bars and restaurants. Um, the theme park in it's really cool. So Erica kept calling it Camp Snoopy, but it's now called, like, Nickelodeon <laughs> World or whatever. It's all, like, oh, Nickelodeon-themed okay. rides. So I did um, – there's, like, a SpongeBob roller coaster. So I did that one. And then my mom and I did um, some other, like, roller coaster there that was kind of more tame. Um And yeah, that was awesome. And then at night I met up with Erica and we had a lot of fucking fun. That was, that was crazy. We drank a little bit on the rooftop bar and then we're like, oh shit, it's going to storm. So we got an Uber and she took me to like her town and um, we went to this like dive bar called No Neck Tony's, I think it was called, which was really (laughs) funny. (laughs) And you know, there's a juke, there's like one of those like a you know electronic jukebox like the touch tune things yeah so of course we're searching for like poison brett michaels and like (laughs) nothing came up so we're like what the what kind of fucking jukebox is this like what the hell we're trying like kiss like all of these bands we love nothing and then the bartender was like oh it's an app on your phone so you have to download the app and then pay Mm -hmm. for tokens and do it through that so my drunk ass downloads the app, buys a bunch of fucking tokens. Oh god. And then this message kept popping up and I was like ignoring it and I was like, "Why isn't it working still?" And then I'm like, "Well, maybe I should read the message." And then the message said, "Um, you like cuz my phone is from a different country. Oh. It like wasn't working with their system or something." Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" So now I have all these like touch tune credits that I'm uh, never going to oh, use. Oh no. <laughs> you should call them they'll probably refund it to you if you call I the mean, company it was like seven dollars like it's not the oh, end of the world okay. but it's like that was really annoying yeah um, yeah and then we just like drank at this bar you know we both posted the sto- the 
the videos on our stories we were like yeah having a fucking blast and then her husband came and he was so fucking funny I had a great time with him uh we walked down to the lake and we just chilled and listened to music and then unfortunately Erica had to work the next day Erica and Aww. Jody both had to work the next day so yeah you know, nothing too crazy happened um and then yeah they dropped me back off at my hotel and then after that it was just like holy fuck just get me back into Canada because right we go through North Dakota after Minnesota and my mom was really excited about North Dakota because she wanted to stop at Fargo at the visitor center because mm. she loves the movie yeah. Fargo so we did that we took pictures with like they have the actual wood chipper that's used in the movie there which is cool no that's so cool well, and I hadn't seen the movie before. And then this whole entire time, my mom was like, you have to see it. So the last night she was here, we watched it together. Um, and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It's so good. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, I didn't realize it was like so dark like that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's a great movie. Whoa. So you had um, a new appreciation for the wood chipper after you saw the movie. <laughs> exactly. Um. So and then after that, we like stopped in like Bismarck. North Dakota, like bumfuck nowhere. Uh-huh. I mean, listen, I I get scared when I'm in these towns. I'm like, man, if I look at someone the wrong way, like like hills have eyes type stuff. Not no, it's just like guns. Like, oh I my just... god, <laughs> you've been poisoned by the media. I just feel like if I like hit someone's car, they're like gonna pull a gun on me. Okay, well, no, but um, okay. and also I just like hate driving through highways and every two seconds there's like a billboard that says abortion stops a heartbeat and it's just Uh, like oh yeah oh fuck they don't have that stuff in Canada no (laughs) no (sighs) our I don't well I never see that but I live in Denver yeah like I never I never see that like if I I think if you live in a certain state or certain area yeah you're totally. more Bible Belt or something. You'll see that. But yeah, we don't, I never see that here. Totally. So that's good. That's what I mean. It's not everywhere in the States that I yeah. feel like that. It's it's like the bumfuck nowhere kind of right. towns. Like yeah, Min- Minnesota, I felt like I was in Canada. Like I literally felt like at home, like everyone was so friendly. Like it just had such good energy there. Loved it. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And then so we stayed there, woke up the next day, drove across the border at Saskatchewan, back in Canada, stayed a night in Saskatchewan. And now I'm finally in Alberta. So, yeah. Yay. That's awesome. Yeah. So half of that sounded like a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. The first half was a lot of fun. And then after that, it was like, because it's like, you know, not you don't get like good sleep in hotel rooms. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, my mom and I were like, towards the end we're like let's just get separate hotel rooms like we'll sleep better we need our space from each other whatever yeah and then when we so the first night we did that when we were in Saskatchewan tell me how the alarm clock in the hotel went off at midnight like some fucking asshole kid like probably set the alarm clock so that oh, went off man. and then I couldn't get back to sleep after and I'm like oh no are you oh. fucking kidding me so it was just it like sucks. and then when you're doing these like you know driving for like eight hours at a time like only stopping for gas and to pee and to get some like get a quick snack or whatever like 
and you're already so exhausted and there's mm-hmm. nothing to see or anything. It's just like, I mean, you know, you've done a, you've done yeah. a long road trip like this before. <sighs> yeah. It's a lot. I bet you're so happy to be home and like have your bed and everything. Yeah. Uh, well, right now it's just a mattress on the floor. Uh, <laughs> but it's still your bed, right? <laughs> no, exactly. Because Blair's on his way now. He'll be here Monday. So like when he gets here, like the first thing he's doing is like setting up the beds. Yes. Setting yeah. up all that shit. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, like having my couch and just like being able to like sit on my couch and like yes. watch TV again is like, uh, it's like heaven. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of watching TV, Sammy has returned to the Jersey Shore family vacation. Wow. I have not watched it yet because I'm just like, I haven't watched Jersey Shore in forever. I watch it whenever we do episodes and stuff, but has the return been as explosive as people expected? No. No? <laughs> oh, okay. It was, it was exactly how I anticipated it, to be honestly. Um, you know, the whole like storyline on the show is that because Angelina is like all of the girls hate Angelina right now because of something that happened last season. Okay, so Angelina was with this guy. They call him Vinny 2.0. They got (laughs) engaged after only dating for like a month or something like that. No one even knew she was dating this guy. Seemed like they hate. Wait, oh, this is a different guy. I thought we were talking about Chris. Was was his name Chris? Chris? No, she yeah, she divorced him. She's been divorced from him right. for a long time. Okay, so that's the last guy I remember. Okay, so she was with this right. other guy that like randomly came out of nowhere then. Right, yeah. So they went to New Orleans last season and they threw her a divorce party. And then mm-hmm. literally this, she's like, oh, my friend Vinny's coming. And everyone's like, okay, that's weird. And then she's like, yeah, we've kind of been hanging out. But she hadn't mentioned him or anything like that before. And then he proposed to her on the trip and she said yes. Whoa. And then like Polly and Vinny were like, she just met this guy. What the hell? And like 24 and Wow, like were kind of being snarky towards her. They're like, wow, when are you going to have a baby now, Ange? And stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I recapped it on the shore store. But um, right. but all the but like Dina and Snooki were like actually so happy for her. And the questions they were asking her were basic questions that anyone would ask anyone like when did you know you were going to propose how long have you had the ring you know those types of things and she took that as like you guys aren't happy for me so there was this explosive fight at the reunion Angelina got out of her chair she didn't even get anywhere near Dina she just like stood up and pointed her finger and Dina's like you were gonna hit me it was like this whole stupid thing what so on the show yeah so on the show the whole thing is Angelina needs an ally so she calls Sam and is like I know you you have beef with all the girls so you're gonna be on my side you know so that's such a bs like producer driven storyline yeah exactly (laughs) it's so stupid yeah Um, because it's they're doing kind of half of that half of like oh I finally felt ready to come back to the show like I don't know it's so stupid Um, and you know I'm gonna say this in my episode as well but it's like I wish because the the cast genuinely besides Angelina did not know that she was coming back and I wish they did not show their reactions in the trailer 
because their reactions were good, but they fucking showed it in the trailer already. Yeah, they shouldn't so have like, showed that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, she she explains why she has beef with each individual girl, but then she makes up with them in the first two minutes that she's there. So then it's like, wow, okay. Now what? Boring. Because you can tell that Sammy probably watched the show and was like, wow, this is nothing like what we did in the original show. Like, they don't right. have drama with each other. They literally just get to go on these wicked vacations and, like... And get paid. And they all... Like, you can't tell me that the reason why Sam didn't come back is because she saw the lifestyle that they were all living. Oh, and yeah, how their and she businesses missed out. Were... Yeah, exactly. Because that was her whole thing towards Snooki is, like, I had a beach. She calls it a boutique, the way she says it. I had a beach boutique that I worked so hard to start. And then you brought the Snooki shop to Seaside. And then Snooki's like, it's not a beach shop, though. I have the same inventory at all of my stores. It's a franchise. And she's like, no, I took that so personally. And it's like, why? Because Snooki doesn't even have to try. And she just makes money off the name Snooki. Whereas like, like, I'm sorry, if I'm at Seaside Heights, Am I going to go to the Sweetheart Boutique or am I going to go to the Snooki shop? I'm going to go to the fucking Snooki shop. shop. Yeah. So it's about the brand. Yeah. It's about the personality and everything. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's interesting to see her back. I don't know. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of her. I don't like her personality at all. I think she's like a stuck up bitch. She's she still yeah. has that exact same stuck up princess energy that i hate mm -hmm. um but more interesting to me is the fact that ron is back on the show i was too. gonna say isn't ronnie back too how did that go did I, they had to have shown like their interaction between the two each of each other they haven't it hasn't happened yet so ron had um called mike on the show and said i want to come visit you in New Jersey before I moved to Florida so he did and then um and then he just like had a conversation with Mike and he's like I want to make amends with all the roommates because I know that like what I've done is like horrible whatever and then Mike is he is sober it I, sounds like I sober honest, talk yeah I honestly think so like you know when people get sober how like their face kind of changes sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. does his face look healthier uh, it just looks different, like bigger. Okay. Like his nose looks bigger. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. See, he just felt looked that different. That doesn't to me. seem sober because I feel like you get puffier and stuff when you're like when you're drinking. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But also, like he was doing like cocaine and shit like that, so I can see you like gaining weight after like. Yeah, he looks skinnier. Yeah, that's getting... true. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um. So that's the whole thing. Um, and when Mike got sober, he like did a transfer addiction to food and he got chunky. So yeah, food and now scratched, scratch tickets too. That's the whole thing oh, on the show no. is that he'll spend that's... like $900 on scratch <gasps> tickets. Oh, that's so bad. That's so bad. Oh, <laughs> I know. Um... Transfer addiction is real people. Addicts are addicts. And if they're not being addicted to one thing, they'll find something else. Yeah, Ugh. Mike has got an a like that motherfucker's got an extreme personality. Like whether he's sober mm -hmm. or not. Like, um, I'm very excited for his book to come out, by the way. 
Oh, really? I didn't know he wrote a book. Yeah, um, it's you can get it on pre-order now. Um, it's coming out next month. It's called Reality okay. Check. And the cover is like his face split with like half new mic, half situation mic. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he said that like he's very, very, very honest about things that happened in like the original show and everything. So like, okay. I'm obviously going to read it, do an episode on it, everything. I'm just debating if I want to get like the audio book of him reading it or if I want to like read it myself. But yeah. Okay. I see it. I um, Let me look at this photo. See, when he went to prison, he was like, I'm going to write a memoir from there. And I was like, yes, wicked. And then he like never did. But at least he like, you know, three years later, however long it's been finally god he looks so much better now that split photo wow reality check making the best of a of the situation that's such a great tagline (laughs) (laughs) yeah i bet this is good how i overcame addiction loss and prison nice yeah i will definitely be interested to see that or read it yeah so Anyways, they're teasing that Ron and Sam are going to meet and have a talk on this season. So we'll see if it actually happens. But so Um, they're not staying. They're not all staying together or what's. Well, how how have they not met yet? Everyone minus Ronnie is in the house. And so it's kind of cool because Mike said it at one point. This is the first time in Jersey Shore history. Angelina, Dina and Sammy have all been together. Oh, wow. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. That yeah. is very interesting, actually. Wow. Yeah. Cool. We'll have to see what happens. I feel like we're all getting a little bit more lame as we get older. Like, it's definitely not like it was in 2009. <laughs> no, definitely It's definitely not. different. But um, it's, it's a I different like- show. It's a different yeah. kind of drama. Like, like I'm still fascinated with like the Wow and 24 of it all. Then you They're know still together. Yeah, he's 28 now, which you cannot. Whoa. No one in the world can convince me that that guy is not like 45 years old. No, like, he's at least he looks like 36 at least, right? Like there's no way. He claims he's 28. Oh, that's a rough ass 28. I don't know. I know. Steroids. Mm, I'll do it to you. Yeah. Well, everybody can go over to the Shore store. And when are you releasing your podcast where you're kind of, are? You, it, has there been a few episodes already that you're going to go over? So there's been three. I took okay. episodes on, or I took episodes on notes. I took <laughs> notes on all three episodes last night. So, okay. Um, you know, hopefully tomorrow I can get a chance to sit down and record that. So okay next cool. week so yeah you guys head over to the shore store make sure you're subscribed obviously so that you're going to get that episode in your feed and you can listen to all the drama of the new jersey shore season um i also wanted to talk to you about 90 day fiance 
the last resort. Uh, 90 Day Fiance has so many freaking like spinoffs. I mean, so many of them. And some of them are shitty. But they did that like web series for a little bit. Happily Ever After is usually pretty boring. I mean, there's just so much going on. And I think there's three or four different versions of 90 Day airing right now. It's crazy. There's just so much. So I did not really want to watch this show. I was like, oh, that looks stupid. I don't need to watch that. But I was at work the other day and I needed some background noise. So I played the episode in my ear at work while I was working. And I was fascinated. This show is so good. So whenever you get caught up with your Jersey Shore and all the other things that you're doing for like work purposes, and you want to just watch something on the side, I highly, highly recommend it. Let's talk about the couples. Now you've not watched all of the seasons of 90 Day Fiance. So let me see if you're familiar with these couples. So Kalani and Asuelu, do you know them? Okay. So Kalani was a virgin and she's Samoan and she went to Samoa or they call it Samo uh, on a vacation with the family. And Asuelu was working at the resort, I believe, or he, I think he was working at the resort. And they met there and they had sex, immediately got pregnant. So they end up doing the 90 day fiance visa or the, you know, the K-1 visa. He comes to America and he's a child. I mean, he would leave and go play volleyball all day at the rec center while she's home with the baby. Like it was just, you know, he's not a good partner, not a good husband and he's not really a super present father I mean I can remember one situation where this kind of tells you everything you need to know about him as a husband she's got two kids now so she had the one kid and they were getting ready to get married and she was not sure if she wanted to marry him but then she found out she was pregnant with another baby so she went ahead and did it um just a mess of a marriage But there was one point where they had gone somewhere as a family. They come home. They they get out of the car. Asuelu gets out of the car, goes right up to the front door and walks in the house. And Kalani's left behind trying to gather the two children and all their stuff to go into the house with no help. That's basically like the best way to explain their relationship. So they are on the show. Uh, Let's see who else is there. Angela and Michael. Michael and Angela. Okay, so are you is familiar this, with her? Is she the Angela? Yes. Like she sm- chain smokes cigarettes. Like yes. okay, so I know who. I, like with Ninety Day Fiance, I feel like there's certain people, like Big Ed, for example, that like mm. everyone who watches reality TV just knows who they are, even if you right. haven't seen the show. Yeah. And she's one of them like she's yes. always on the 90 day subreddit wasn't she in the crowd cheering on Benny in like uh the recent mm-hmm. one when he did his like oh yeah anime fight yes yeah so I haven't watched any of hers but like I said I'm familiar with who she is she's a psycho she's a fame whore uh she had weight loss surgery a couple years ago and now she's like just slutting it up all over the place. Did you know? she have to quit smoking to get the surgery like Chris from? Probably. I don't remember because it's been so long, but she, I'm pretty sure she smokes again now. 
But like their whole thing is that he is over in Nigeria. He cannot get to the U.S. This has been years. They're married in Nigeria and they still can't get him over here. Um, But, you know, the whole thing is that he talks to other girls and he's cheated and she's abusive. Like that's their whole thing. I don't understand why they're together. It doesn't make sense. But because he can't get to the U.S., Angela is there on at the resort and they literally have Michael on a fucking iPad on a stand. And that is how they're doing like their counseling and shit with him. What the fuck? It reminds me of Farah going to couples therapy by herself. I know. It's crazy. Um, We've got Ed and Liz. Everybody knows Ed and Liz. I Okay, so I know Ed, but I don't know Liz. Is she from a different country? Is she from America? Okay, so Ed, his story started when he was with Rose, and I think she's from the Philippines. He went over there. He was awful to her. Like he told her on camera. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like fresh and stuff. Yeah, and the and the the razor and said like her legs are hairy. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) This fucking troll. He is. I like the view. Eh. (laughs) You're my best view. Eh. (laughs) I mean, I actually am glad that she was with Ed because she ended up like, have you seen this bitch's glow up? She looks fantastic. Well, and they showed because I watched the first like 10 minutes of the episode or whatever. They showed Uh the flashback from some reunion. Was that ever after happily? Whatever that show's called. It probably was just the first season. No, they showed the re- the flashback of the reunion where he was trying oh, to the text single Rose life. behind. Okay, and they the showed Rose life. on the webcam at the reunion, yes. and I was like, "Whoa, that doesn't even look like the same girl." A fucking glow up, and that bitch is actually like a working model now. Like that. Good for her. Being with bed with bed being with Ed was the best thing that ever happened to her because she had to put up with his bullshit for a short amount of time, but she's like changed her entire life. It's amazing. Good for her. So that's that's a good thing that ha- I love it when these people capitalize on the opportunities that they're given. Like, don't just I mean, it, it's an amazing opportunity to change your entire life. So go for it. So she definitely did that. Now, the way that Ed and Liz met was Ed was on the single life after his breakup with Rose. It was the first season of the single life. And so they're following him and he's at this like restaurant that he's a a a um regular at and she's like a server there and he sets his eyes on her she's so beautiful she's so this she's so that she really was cute prior to being with ed i mean she he has literally sucked the life out of this girl um i'll have to post a before and after but was this the girl sorry to interrupt but is this the girl that um Remember there was that audio that came out of him? It was like a yes. long time ago now, like yelling at her and saying yep. really abusive things. This is the same girl? Same girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, She's about the same age or maybe younger than his daughter. And so that's fucking weird. But yeah, so she's this server and he asks her out on camera and she's like a little unsure and everything. And she they go on a date that's super awkward. He tries to kiss her and she says no. Like, ob- like look at these two. What the fuck? Like, I, I understand. I think she maybe agreed to the date because she was on camera and she didn't want to seem like a shallow bitch for telling him no. 
I can kind of understand that. But somehow she got sucked into this relationship with this fucking troll. And it's a disaster. He is so insane and abusive and she has zero self-esteem. And it is like a match made in toxic hell. It's awful. But yeah, that that audio that you heard where like he left the voicemail a couple of years ago. Yep, that was him to her. I mean, it is so abusive and sick. And I can't believe these two are still together. They've gotten to the point where his mother, he was so close with his mother in the first seasons. Like he lived with his mother. Like they were very close and she's older, obviously. And his mother and his daughter did not agree with this sick relationship. He has disowned both of them. He chose Liz over his daughter and no longer keeps in contact with his mother. And Liz sent her daughter to go live like full time with her dad. What the fuck? What a shitty mother. How could you do that? It's insane. Over like, listen, Ed, I understand like wanting to date someone to get on a reality show or whatever. Like, you know, we see that shit happen all the time. You know, speaking mm-hmm. of uh, 24 from Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Ed, like I don't re- like there's you could not pay me all the money in the world to fuck that guy. Like, I don't think it has anything to do with being on reality TV. I think she is just such a broken person um she's been married twice before she just turned 30 so by the time she was like 25 or 26 she had already been divorced twice um and so like I just think that this is someone who is so damaged and has so little self-esteem that she feels like this is what she deserves I literally don't think it has anything to do with reality tv because they don't pay a lot on these shows and she hasn't done anything with it She hasn't started a business or created a boutique or like she has not done anything. And she's been on this on this like series for like three years now. So I think this is strictly she has no self-esteem and he's a predator. And that's how they ended up together. It does not make sense at all. That's disgusting. It's awful and it's sad. And he's just such like, I just think that he looks on the outside like he is on the inside. Like, it's just, it's all there. And the thing is, like, he's reality TV gold, like his looks, Mm -hmm. his personality, everything. So like, his ego is just getting bigger and bigger. Like, now talk about someone humbled real quick. He's made hundreds of thousands of dollars on Cameo. That is someone who has capitalized on the opportunity um, by selling like merch, stickers, Cameos. He's made a fucking shit ton of money on being on the show. So he absolutely did do the show for the fame and the money. But she's just desperate. And then we have um, Jovi and Yara. Did okay, I actually visitors? know everything about them. Well, oh, I know good. that they I know that they did like um a mo- the most recent like ever after whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, right, so I didn't yeah. watch that, but I did watch their journey on Discovery mm-hmm. Plus. So I've seen okay. their whole story. I loved it. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, uh-huh. He like goes away on a business trip or whatever, and she picks him up from the airport and it's like 10 o'clock in the morning and he's got like a rum and coke in his hand. She's like, what the fuck is this? 
you're drinking it's 10 in the morning he's like i'm at an airport it's okay when but, you're at an airport but not only that like he was overseas where it was actually felt more like 10 o'clock at night you know what I mean like yeah. I just I don't think like Jovi's issues are as big as they're made out to be I think that that is definitely like a little bit I don't know a, a little bit exaggerated but these two are like the only two that I think are and should be together um they love each other they get yeah. along together they go back to their room at the resort and they're like talking like they're like gossiping about the other couples like these two are a legitimate real couple with a two-year-old baby I mean I I love them I think Yara is hilarious I think you want to talk about good plastic surgery and how I always am raving about good nose jobs this bitch has had some of the best plastic surgery in reality show history. Have you seen her before photo? Yeah, I have. Yeah, she looks Ooh, good. She looks fantastic. Like, good for you, girl. Like, good for you. So, um, but in the preview for the rest of the season, there's this clip of them from the their bedroom camera. And she's like crying and like, how could you do this to me? How could, uh, how could you do this to me? To bring someone else into our bed? And I think they're trying to make it look like he cheated, but I don't think that's the situation. Like my assumption was maybe he introduced the idea of like a threesome or something and she yeah. flipped out. And then also she said she has a secret to tell Jovi. What do you think the secret is? I don't know. Do you is have that any she's idea? pregnant again or something? I don't think so because he really wants her to get pregnant and she doesn't want to right now. So it could either be that like she's on birth control or I'm thinking that she bought like a condo in Ukraine without telling him or talking to him about it. Yikes. Because she really wants, I don't understand the issue with this. I think that they should have like a tiny apartment in whatever state they live in. And he works one month on one month off. So while he's gone for a month, why can't she fly home to Ukraine and be near her mother and her family instead of being all alone? For a month at a time in the u.s if okay. you can afford it buy that little condo and go spend a month at a time at home with your mom i suppose i could see that um but he didn't want to do that because like on the, one of the recent seasons they went over there and they were looking at places and he was against it and so i think that she and she had mentioned how she like has her own money set aside too so i think she bought something and just didn't tell him I'm like surprised he even wants another kid because from what I remember from their journey, like he just wanted to like party and stay out all night and stuff. And she had to like kind of not force him, but kind of be like, you're a dad now. Like you can't yeah. continue living this way anymore. Um, So that like kind of surprises me, but I thought he was hilarious. He is just like so he stupid. Is. I can't well, wait till he, he like tries to fight Big Ed. Like when I saw that, I was like, ooh. Yeah, and they had a tussle like at the last reunion for the show, season that they were on together. They were arguing and fighting. I don't remember what about, but um and, and so I the reason that I think he wants her to have another baby is he thinks it's gonna anchor her more to the US and kind of keep her in one place. I think he's really afraid that she if she goes back to Ukraine, like she's gonna want to stay there. He doesn't want to live there. And so I think he's trying to find a way to kind of keep her more 
like in one place I don't know um is it really ignorant for me to ask right now like isn't it super dangerous there right now I don't know. I think in in different areas, I remember when things were going on over there, she had a lot of family and friends that were suffering. Um, But I think that where she is, is not. And she's just, it's where she's been her whole life. She's comfortable there. And she has a baby now and she wants to be near her mother and her family, especially when her husband's gone. So it makes sense to me. She's not worried about it. He is. He is worried about her safety and, you know, being there with his baby without him there and while he's gone and he doesn't have contact with her. So, you know, there's all of that. Um, I forgot to mention Kelly and uh, Molly. Do you know Kelly and Molly? No. So Molly was married to this guy named Luis from the Dominican Republic who was much younger than her and it was a disaster. Um And basically, as soon as they got to the U.S., he accused her of, like, domestic violence. And I don't believe that it happened because one of the ways that you can get out of a marriage but stay in the U.S. is if you leave the marriage due to, like, a domestic violence situation. So I always thought he, like, falsely accused her so that he could divorce her and stay in the U.S. Because it happened. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas been like right after he got to the u.s basically jesus so christ yeah so that was a fucking disaster and then this guy kelly she met him i think online um they've been together for a few years he was a cop and then he like retired from the police department in new york and moved to georgia i think is where she lives and now her whole complaint is like you don't have any ambition you don't do anything you're on the couch watching reality tv all day which like what's wrong with that that hurts yeah (laughs) (laughs) i know it's like that's that that's their whole thing plus he's younger and he expressed wanting to have a child and she was like i can't and i'm not going to so that's their whole thing i don't think they're a great match i don't see the chemistry there so ooh, i just thought of a juicy story i want to tell on patreon okay let me make it <laughs> so we don't forget um and then i i kind of buried the lead on kalani and asuelu so in the end in the the end of the episode we find out that Asuelu went to visit his family in Samoa. And while he was there, he said that some girl at the bar offered to give him a blowjob and he accepted. As they do. As you do. (laughs) He comes home or actually he's doing like a video chat with Kalani and he's like, what's wrong with my tongue? And he sticks his tongue out and it's like all white. And apparently he had thrush and she was like there's only like a couple ways that you can get thrush which is not true you can get thrush in a lot of different ways but you kiss someone here or you kiss someone down there and so then he ends up like telling her that he like kissed another girl and whatever so he gives her a hall pass to make up for that she takes it he the hall pass is supposed to be just that she can kiss someone else right she meets this guy they have a connection she really likes him they end up kissing 
one thing leads to another they fucked she -hmm. like full-on fucked this dude he's sitting there crying she's like she starts to cry she's and he ends up questioning her this comes out during like the group um the group uh therapy then in their room later on he's he's asking the dumb fucking questions that men ask when a woman is interested in someone else is he better than me like all that dumb shit and she's like do you want me to be honest she's like when you and i have sex it's all about you and then when i had sex with him it was about both of us so then he's all upset about that and he's asking do you want to be with him I guess she was actually, he saw her texting him at the resort that day. So she's still in contact with this guy. Like, this is like a full-blown affair at this point. And he's crying and she starts crying and she's like, I didn't want to be with anyone else. I wanted to be with you. And she's been literally, they've been together like five years. They have two kids. She's like, she's literally been begging this man child to grow up and be a good husband and a good partner and care about her for years. And now he's sitting there crying, wondering why she won't allow him to continue treating her like shit. And like, how could you be interested in a man that's being nice to you? Like, come on, what is wrong with men? You can only treat us like shit for so long before we start looking elsewhere. And then you want to sit and fucking cry about it. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those things where, like, when you forgive cheating and you're, it, they, it's just, that's just like one thing led to another and it's a disaster. Mm-hmm. And now the relationship is like unfixable. Fuck around and find out. I mean, yeah. Honestly, they should have been done years ago and they've kind of been on and off. And I, I think, spoiler alert, skip ahead 15 seconds. <laughs> I think that, um, they are separated. I mean, and plus she was a virgin when they met. She's literally never been with anyone else. So it's like, it only makes, this is why virgins, this is why the whole religious shit of like being a virgin until you're married is such bullshit. It is such bullshit. Yeah. You eventually are going to be like, shit, I missed out and end up divorced anyways. I don't know. I but. I rewatched Bridesmaids while my mom was here because uh, my mom loves Mel- Melissa McCarthy and yeah. she never seen it. I love it. that movie. <gasps> and I also didn't realize that Melissa McCarthy's husband is in all of mm-hmm. her projects and he's the guy on the plane where she's like, I know you're yep. a marshal or whatever. He's marshal, um, yeah. I didn't realize that that was her husband in real life. And so rewatching that scene with that knowledge, you can like see him like slowly like crack a smile and stuff. They and are so fucking cute together. Like you can just tell that they have got this amazing connection and they've been together for a long time. Like I think 20 years or something. That's crazy. Um, I know. It makes me go- want to just like watch other scenes with them together. Mm-hmm. But the reason I brought up Bridesmaids is because that same scene on the airplane, um, Kimmy Schmidt or whatever her name is, what the fuck is yeah. that name? The redhead and then the blonde yeah. chick. And they're having, and she's saying that the only person she's been with is her husband. And then the blonde chick's like, see, this is why every girl like needs their like slutty college years because yeah. then you know what you want, you get it out of your system. Mm-hmm. Like it's all good. And I agree with that because it's like, Absolutely. you don't even, if, if the only person you're with is 
your husband or whatever, you don't even know what you like. You don't know what good sex is at that point. And whatever, to some people, they're like fine with that. But like, wouldn't you want to be someone, be with someone that like, I don't know, you know what I'm trying to say. I think that this is part of the issue. I think, I think it's like patriarchal bullshit where it's, um, men don't want you to know what you like. They want you to just, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. So that's why they don't want you. They want you to save your flower for your husband on your wedding night. I also think that that's so disgusting when a man, when a man says like, oh, I I don't want a girl who's been with a lot of guys or like, I don't want a girl who like, I want a virgin. Like I think when I hear a grown ass man say some shit like that, I'm like, that is fucking disgusting to me. That's like you, that's so disgusting to me. It's sick. And they all sit and tell women what to do with their, you know, keep your virginity for your husband. Like it's a gift for your husband. Like what's he giving me? Like, I don't, what? I know. I, it's so, st- I could go on about that forever, but it's so I love st- in euphoria um, when they're showing like Maddie's backstory or whatever. And it's like, you know, Nate wanted someone who was a virgin. He's like, so you've never even like been fingered or anything. And she's like, except for myself. And then it's like, yeah, she was lying to him. Like she's <laughs> she's like fucked all these guys before. Which, by the way, rest in peace, Angus Cloud. Um, oh my god, I that devastated stop. me. I that was not on my bingo card that day. I like opened up <laughs> my phone and I was like, my heart sunk. I was like so looking forward to seeing him and other things outside of you for that was like so upset the whole the whole story behind it is just so devastating and man just thoughts and prayers to his family because they just he lost his father like two weeks before and then now him so just sending love to them that's horrible it's so upsetting I I, like it's just it's still like I feel like I'm tearing up right now Uh, it's so sad because he was incredibly talented and someone who was not an actor, like was discovered waiting tables somewhere at some restaurant. And I mean, talk about raw talent. Holy fuck. He was good. It, it is. It's devastating. It's devastating. But yeah. Um, so we're pretty much, I don't think we're ever going to get, um, euphoria. Mm-mm. No. It's over. Because no, they were I pushing agree. it out until like when? Like so like another two years or something for the strike? 2026. No, it's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. then with the strike and everything going on and, and I think this. it's more likely that they'll do some kind of like a re like a redo with a new cast or something. I think that's like more likely than anything. I know. Something it's... similar but not exactly the same. I don't know. Or like a one-off special a couple years from just... now. I think they should just leave it alone. Like, it's a fucking masterpiece. Don't fuck it up. Allow it to be what it was and whatever. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of masterpieces, I bought... (laughs) (laughs) I had to send a picture in the group chat to show that I have purchased the digital version of Tusk and no one will ever take it from me. It will always be available to watch. Mm -hmm. Um... And it's funny because it's like when you look at my recent like downloads, it's like Tusk, Drive, 
pitch perfect <laughs> pitch perfect too <laughs> it's pretty interesting uh with yeah, so- uh with um you know the newest member of bill's mafia Haley steinfeld who was spotted i think it was last week or the week before her and josh allen were like eating out at a restaurant in buffalo which is Ooh. crazy because he like doesn't leave his house when he's there because he literally gets mobbed so the fact that he's like taking her around buffalo and everything uh seems like they're getting serious and then i saw that she did an interview recently where she said that she's worried that the paparazzi is going to affect their relationship because she she's used to getting her picture taken everywhere she goes but he doesn't like it and he's like not into that and it's like Okay, like she's famous. She's really fucking famous. She's famous, really but she's talented. not that. She's not. But bitch, you ain't Kim famous. Kardashian. Like, come on. Yeah, give me a break, please. That's obnoxious. Um. Okay, guys. So head over to our Patreon. We're about to record a Patreon. Justine's gonna tell me the juicy story that came to her mind. Hopefully, you didn't forget it. Oh, I remember? remember. Okay, <laughs> it's not my story to tell, but like, fuck it. All right, cool. And then um, we can also talk about um, Catfish. There's a story that came out, like this show I told you guys about a few weeks ago. It's on YouTube and it's the Social Catfish is the channel. And this story from them has gone viral. It's about this woman who sent this guy $10,000 and left her husband for who she thought was a dude from Stranger Things. Because apparently they don't have enough money and they need to ask random people for $10,000. Duh. Um, yeah, and they don't also go to talk cons about... and make like a hundred grand a day I signing know. autographs. Like... Insane amounts of money. Yeah. So um, we'll talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about how scary AI is and the, for the future of catfishing. So make sure you go to patreon.com slash resting bitch pod and sign up at that $5 tier. You're going to get bonus episodes. We have a lot of bonus content on there already so make sure that you're signed up there follow justine at the shore store and uh make sure you're subscribed here oh and guys please leave us some pod some like positive reviews on apple um so that we can read them on the show and it just helps the algorithm helps other people see us so i think that's it you got anything else all good um just that the trailer for that house of villains show got released (gasps) um and I'm very excited for it. I'm assuming we're both going to watch it and oh, talk yeah. about it on here, right? I can't wait. I cannot yeah. wait. That's really Oh, and also um Raquel was on Bethany Frankel's podcast mm-hmm. and I know people have like some controversial takes on or whatever. Um I mean, I listened I listened to the first two parts and half of the third part and um to me it's just bethany exploiting her to like yep try to take bravo down and to me nothing raquel said was like crazy like i believe that sheena punched her that night like i i even when sandoval told the story at the reunion how sheena was on the phone with ariana like i punched that bitch like i kind of believe it a little bit you know Mm -hmm. um yeah but I just think it's Bethany like exploiting her like because everything Raquel is saying Bethany's like and Bravo never did this for you they never did this for you and it's like um I don't know Bravo doesn't kinda... have to do shit for her she's si- she knows what she signed up for she's been on the show for years what the fuck are they gonna do 
Yeah. And stupid. I don't know. I haven't I, listened uh, to it. I really don't care. I've just kind of been getting little bits and pieces here and there from social media, but I mean, the biggest takeaway from it that I got was um, because they're saying that like she didn't consent to the video, like that FaceTime video uh, being filmed or recorded. But they didn't show it. No, I know. But Tom still recorded it without her knowledge. And so when she confronted him, he said to her, I just wanted to show you later how beautiful you looked. Like, if that's not some, like, predator shit, I don't know Mm. what is. Like, Sandoval, man. Like, I try so hard to root for that motherfucker, and he just, like, makes it so hard. You're like, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. And then, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I just feel like she's everything with her is just really dark and from what I heard she's not coming back to the show she hasn't filmed with them yet so mm-hmm. you know as much as like my sick reality soul wants her back in there I think <laughs> that as a human being it's like okay it's that's it's probably best, best for, for her you. yeah yeah it's it's what's best for her for sure but yeah yeah all right guys head over to patreon and we will see you there bye bitches bye